0: Welcome back to Your Story, the only podcast where our guests tell theirs with the help of only 12 questions and ideally under 30 minutes. This week, we are joined by Jim Lowenstern. Jim has sold real estate in the Newton area for three decades. In his opinion, there's nowhere better. Close to Boston, the idyllic town has a great environment, top-rated schools, and easy access to the city via public transportation. Jim, welcome. We are thrilled to have you this week. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for having me. So let's start there. How did you find your way to Newit?
1: Uh, my uh, first wife uh, was born and raised in Newton. Um, and uh, we actually were living in Florida where we started in the business and um,
0: came back okay um, so you mentioned the business so you sell real estate why don't you tell me a little bit about what you do and, and what the business means to you
1: oh that's a very uh, big question um, I, um, I, I sell real estate um, in the past I have uh, uh, done magazines written books podcasts TV shows uh, uh, built houses condo conversions, uh, you name it. And, um, uh, what I love about the business, um, uh, just gives me, um, uh, an outlet for my creativity.
0: Okay. Um, so there's a lot of aspects to that business. Focusing on the real estate. How did you get started? Was that in Florida? Was that here in Massachusetts or how did that, uh, how did that begin?
1: Uh, started in Palm beach, Florida and, um, was there for a few years, maybe three and a half years uh, back in the old days. Um, So I sort of got my taste of uh, luxury real estate back then and uh, just uh, fell into it. Uh, When I came back uh, to Massachusetts, I uh, immediately met up with a builder who partnered with me and we started Castles Unlimited, uh, back in
0: 1985. Okay, uh, so Castles Unlimited, what what is that? What uh, what I, mean, I believe it's luxury property, but wanting to tell the listeners a little bit about it and uh, what the types of properties you focus on.
1: Uh, the, there was always the focus on new construction and luxury, but uh, quite honestly, we sell all price ranges. Um, it's um, company that's uh still still active uh we're licensed in new hampshire rhode island massachusetts and of course i still have my license in florida but uh, we moved over to the exp platform in the last six or seven months Uh, and main reason was uh, i wanted to take all of our trademarks and go
0: international
1: um, on that
0: platform. Excellent. So I do want to ask you about the transition to eXp, but I did want to also highlight uh, from the transition from Florida to Massachusetts, and then currently having, uh, having a license in multiple states. I know it can be Sometimes a challenge, sometimes just outright difficult, changing geographies, changing markets, or or being present in multiple places. How have you been able to succeed doing that? And any advice you'd give to somebody who's thinking about it?
1: Uh, How to be in two places at once when you're (laughs) not anywhere at all, as they say. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, sure. Get up a little earlier than everyone else and work a little later. I mean, I, I think that's um, the success story for so many people um, other than uh, marrying
0: into it or being born wealthy. <laughs> yes, uh, hard work. Or winning the lottery. Uh, yes, yeah, starting on third base always helps too. Uh, but uh, the that's that's good advice for uh, being in multiple places. How about just altogether... Changing markets or starting someplace new where you haven't been. Any any insights on the best ways to break in or to kind of make that uh, make yeah. that a smooth transition? Yeah, yeah, um,
1: it's uh, it's a great question because uh, I was down in uh, Palm Beach for three and a half years, and uh, my um, wife and partner said uh, I want to go back home, and I'm like, gee, I just spent all this time building up a business down here that's awesome. Um, and um, eventually she talked me into it. And it was just interesting because uh, it, it just it just sort of was a, uh, a, a, a normal uh, way of doing business. I just stepped into as it was on a walk one day even before I got my license into a big Victorian in newton center literally right across the street from where my office has been now for the last uh, know, 20 plus years and uh, there was a uh telephone there with a piece of paper and a piece of paper said george and it had a phone number and i called that phone number got uh, george's secretary turned out george was a developer and that was going to be five condominiums and literally the day I got my license, I got maybe five of the best listings in Newton, the listings that every broker in town wanted. And uh, back then it was Better Homes and Gardens uh, right across the street. And I had gone into their office to get a job and they turned me down. <laughs> but as soon as I got those five listings, all of a sudden, oh, they told turned me down. They said, Oh, we don't have a desk for you. And I literally looked around the office and there was like not one broker sitting at any desk the place was empty. And I thought, Oh, okay, I get it. Uh, and uh, as soon as I got those listings, all of a sudden they found a desk.
0: Funny how that works out sometimes.
1: I did, never did actually work for them, I, but I did work for five
0: offices in five months before starting my own company. Okay, I'm going to follow up on that, but the first thing I want to see, if you can recall, do you remember what the conversation with George was like, what you said? Because I'm sure being a a day one uh, agent did not instill a lot of confidence in him. So how did you get those five listings, if you can remember? Yeah, I remember. Uh, I certainly wasn't a new agent. I was
1: uh, crushing it in Palm Beach. And I literally said to him, hey, you got the best broker in the world speaking to you. Um, I just moved back to Newton from Palm Beach, and as it as it turns out, I'm I'm getting my license here, and um, I I'd, I'd love to um, handle your property.
0: Okay. You gotta
1: believe in yourself, right?
0: You have to. If you don't, nobody else will. So I think that's a that's a good approach, and obviously it worked in that instance. You also I, mentioned I I,
1: that, I I use that line all that year. It worked on every single
0: listing. Uh, I I believe it. As part of uh, everything that uh, you currently consider part of your your business, past business. Uh, you mentioned a creative approach and, and a way to exhibit some of your creativity. Could you talk a little bit about that and how you're able to use those outlets to uh, kind of manifest uh, the the creative side of, of you and your business?
1: Yeah. So um, I didn't get into real estate really thinking in terms of, of being almost like uh, an artist or a writer. Um, everything just uh it, it needed to happen um castles unlimited was a name that evolved out of my two partners sorry it was no, a train horn it was a train horn i thought i i thought i could mute it and get away with it but it, it didn't no, no problem again. um so um yeah i'm near the commuter rail so, um, yeah, and so that was an evolution. And then a few years later, uh, there was a competitor in my marketplace. I was putting out a magazine and I was working side by side with one of my agents. And I said to her, you know, we really should do a magazine. And she said, what do you want to call it? I said, uh, let's call it Castles uh, Unlimited Magazine. She said, how about Castles Magazine? I go, oh, Okay. And um, I had already got the Castles Unlimited uh, trademark registered, and then I was thinking to myself, I really should register Castles Magazine. And then my patent and trademark attorney down in Washington said, do you want it to be Castles Magazine or do you want the trademark Castles? And I just said, okay, well, make it as short as you can. Castles use it for other things. And it was a funny thing. He came back to me and said, well, I got some bad news and I have some good news. I go, okay, what's the bad news? He said, well, they turned you down for getting the trademark for Castles. But the good news is they turned you down because another company owned the name Castles already in real estate. But it turned out to be Castle's Unlimited International Inc., and that is you. <laughs> Therefore, they're giving you the trademark because they're basically saying you own it already. So it was just like an evolution. It was just one thing after another. It was, it was the magazine. And then one day uh uh Mark Rosenthal, who's a pretty well known uh weatherman in, in Boston, I was uh out for dinner with them and we were talking about our futures and stuff he said if you could do anything uh in this world jim what would you want to do that you are not already doing i said oh, i think I'd like to have a radio show he says oh well, why don't you do it i said gee I, don't, I wouldn't know the first thing to do he said well i can hook you up and then i got a radio show <laughs> and then after the radio show i had a PR person who said, "Why are you doing a radio show? You're driving over to this AM radio in Quincy from Newton. You've got a TV station right in Newton, uh, the community station. You know, just go over there and do a TV show." And I and I I didn't do one. I did I did a music show. I did a, a, a charity raising show. I did a real estate show, and then I did video. Casts and uh, now um, now I'm actually settled in on a podcast. Uh, can I can I promote a little? Can I slip the name in? Of course. Okay, it's called the Exponential Files. You know, think of the X Files back in the old days. So uh, this is like all things related to the EXP uh, platform. So the exponentialfiles.com is where all those podcasts are, and we just uh, finished up our 10th episode uh, last Friday.
0: Very nice, and I I will happily link to that in the show notes so everyone listening can check that out, Um, but you have had the evolution or the ability to be uh, on the radio, on television, now podcasting. How has that experience slash exposure helped your business? How has it helped you grow? What, What has that kind of done for you?
1: You know, it's, uh, every time you put a blog up, in my case, I've I've written two books now. The the second book just came out uh, this week, actually. Uh, Every time you do any of this stuff, it just sort of builds your online presence. And I would say maybe uh, credibility as well. Um, So it's not like, you know, when when I moved to Newton, I said, I'm the Number one broker in the whole world, and the guy probably didn't believe me, but he probably thought, "Well, the guy's got you know, got some uh, chutzpah there," uh, and uh, I, I like that. So, it I mean, this has been a, a, a forty-year project now. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little older, and um, it's it's uh, it's not just selling real estate for me. It's been a lot more than that.
0: No, I think you're absolutely right on multiple things there. The credibility piece that people want to know that when you make claims that, uh, you are very good or even the best in the world, that they want to back them up if they can. And just more chances for them to see you, even if it's not in that real estate transaction setting, uh, they get to know you as a person, as a, as kind of a, as an individual they'll work with. So I think you're spot on on that. And then it, it just gives them the, uh, the kind of a glimpse into your day to day as well. So, uh, well done uh, kind of leveraging those and then having the uh, having the willingness to kind of try different platforms and uh, to evolve over over what's working and what's uh, what makes sense for the business uh, but you mentioned you've got a book out this week why don't uh, can you give us the uh, title tell us what it's a little bit about and uh, yeah. you know, having written two sure. books, how has the uh, process been different from the first to the second
1: yeah uh, so the first book took two years to write. Um, it's called um, Your Million Dollar Year in Real Estate, and um, it actually came about originally from um, my second uh, AM radio show um, where I interviewed uh, Tammy Bunnell, um a week before Christmas. This is probably about 20 years ago at this point. Uh, and uh, we had two guests scheduled one literally canceled 15 minutes before the show (laughs) and there I am I really did not know how to do a radio show I just had like a stack of uh, internet uh, reviews on her uh, company Exit Realty and I started the show with uh, hey uh, Tammy you're you're in multiple countries, you've got hundreds of offices, thousands of agents. How do you do this great business with such a horrible name? <laughs> and and, I, and I, I, it was a big risk I took. Um, I had an entire hour of airtime to fill. And I'm just grateful that she didn't stand up, turn on her heels and walk out on the huff. Uh, she handled the question and it was one of the greatest shows. I drilled down into her business and that sort of became the model for that radio show It's very strange. Like if I would go to an NAR convention with a tape recorder and a microphone and, and go around asking business owners, Hey, tell me everything I need to know about your business, including its weaknesses, uh, they probably call security, but on the <laughs> radio show every one of them i think there was only one person once that didn't answer a question and i had a room full of uh, guests that day so i just didn't ask them any more questions for the rest of the hour but it was great insight into how other people did business and that became that book um your million dollar year in real estate and I tried using her business model for a while i actually touch on it a little bit in the current book which it was gonna be your billion dollar year in real estate, but it became after a few months with EXP became your million dollar month in real estate because I really got to know a bunch of people at EXP that are literally making over a million dollars a month. I mean, it's it's kind of mind blowing in so many ways. Uh, and, and the mind blowing part of it is They make that money, and if they stopped working today, they'd still make that money or more next month. I said to myself, wow, maybe people need to know more about this, and maybe I need to write about it because, I mean, even my own agents, as we're moving them over, they would say, you know, just just give me the short story, Jim. You know, Reader's Digest, five minutes, that's all you got. And it's not a five-minute story. It's like a
0: 130-page book is what it turned out to be. I, I As somebody who has recently made the transition to EXP himself, I, I agree with you that that is a tough, if not impossible, five-minute answer. And I think the book makes a lot of sense because there are uh, multiple different things to talk about. And the example that you give is a very uh, powerful one in that most people aren't accustomed to that, that there are ways to create, set up, leverage your business that even if you don't want to work slash sell real estate anymore, there are income possibilities to uh, offset, maintain, or even dwarf what you're currently doing. And I think it would be uh, quite difficult in five minutes to kind of go over that. So I th- the book makes a ton of sense. Have you uh, got any feedback from readers or, or what are you hearing most often? I know it's, it's only out a few days now.
1: Yeah, it's literally just, in in fact, it's so new to the market last Friday, and hopefully no one's going to point out one more typo, but I found a couple (laughs) of uh, nuclear, as I call them, typos in the book. So I probably printed less than 20 copies in hand with these typos, and I've got a few more coming this week that, you know, read through it and i'm i'm very uh, meticulous about getting it perfect but um yeah uh i'm sorry i forgot the question now
0: no that's uh no that that helps as far as what the uh, what uh, look into the process so i wanted to ask having written the two books um and somebody who is uh, self-described as a perfectionist how did the process putting those books together chain i think you mentioned two years for the first book was it the same tale on this one or what what was different
1: no and um it 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 happens like this the first the first book it was just the outline and then i just told myself okay so now i got 20 chapters in this outline 20 topics i'm gonna bang out a a chapter a day maybe i miss a day maybe i'd write two chapters in one day and pretty much within a month i had the book written and then I tried to edit it and I tried for six months to, to do that. And, uh, it got to the point where the words were just swimming on the page. I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. So I literally put it aside for another six months. So now we're talking an entire year has gone by. I have this manuscript, so to speak. And, uh, and then I said to myself, okay, I need someone to help. I went through six editors uh and then eventually after a year i i got it into print this time uh basically it went first time two years this time six months total and uh, i did have some some editors helping uh i got some uh bu uh students to uh to help um uh, had one of my admins help in the end i i I think I really had to just sit down and do it myself because I was reading what they had done. It's like, wow, well, they, they didn't understand anything they were reading. So Sometimes you I, just have to do it yourself.
0: Another good takeaway. Um, I, I do want to ask, I think in, in doing my prep for the show, I saw that there's a, a white paper in, in the newest book, what is, the, what is that about? Or how did that uh, find its way into the book?
1: Uh, It it became a chapter. Uh, In my case, it was just having maybe a sleepless night or two and going, okay, I'm making this big move. I'm going from owning my own trademarks and my own company and having all these offices to something totally new. How am I going to stand out? And I just looking at the clock, so to speak, or the calendar, I said, you know what? I want my Castles trademark, my 100% plus trademark, all these things to live on. Castles Unlimited, Castles Commercial. Um, so I came up with a white paper where uh, agents in my on my team would get basically an interest in the company. I would take a portion of my income from EXP and, um, Put it into a corporation and have the agents uh, get ownership, and on top of it, if the agents that choose them as sponsors uh, come onto the team through them, also get uh, shares of Castles Unlimited and so on. So, it's sort of breaking down the off uh, the office structure, the company. Structure the trademarks and the ownership. That was the white paper.
0: It still is. Uh, excellent. That's a that's a, a great idea, especially as uh, we're seeing employees and uh, those aso- associated with with companies wanting more. Uh, more of a say, have more tie-in to the company. So when you have that ownership piece, not only do you have the ability to dictate going forward, but you've also got the, the buy-in to what the results are going to be. So I think if, if you do it correctly, you can have a, a workforce who is uh, invested and very much uh, kind, of, kind of concerned with, with the direction of the company going forward. That's the goal. Okay, excellent. And where can, uh, where can our listeners find this book if they uh, are interested in either of your uh, books? Your
1: million dollar, um your million dollar um there's, a, there's a button there to buy it. It's also on Amazon. Uh, people can just probably hunt me down and I'll probably give them a book too. I mean, if they're in real estate already, I'll, I'll sit with them and probably, probably sign the copy.
0: I'll I'll post those websites and for an autographed copy, find Jim and Newton for sure. Um, so just a couple quick uh, follow ups here as, as we're coming close to time. Uh, the the magazine, what is what does that look like currently? Who are you? Uh, who are you finding? It is is the target? What kind of feedback are you getting? And how has that evolved over the years?
1: Well, uh, the magazine is more digital now. It's. More of uh, the websites, castles.net, and castlesmag.com, but it's also probably going to expand more into the promotion of the castles unlimited teams uh, listings. And um, I mean, one of the reasons of joining EXP was to go more international. And uh, so That's that's sort of uh, evolving. Uh, This week, we were designing a baseball cap with the Castles trademark. And it's literally Castles uh, brokered by EXP uh, baseball caps. Uh, Sort of the idea that um, there's a lot of great brokers out there, and they tend to flock to two or three or four brand names. Uh, not necessary, of course, as we know, and I've certainly written about that in my first book, uh, hinted at it probably in the second book, but uh, we're literally building the Castle's luxury brand uh, for our team so that uh, the agents uh, with the XP have a singular uh, name, you know, not a Compass, not a Sotheby's um you know so it's castles in this case and uh, they can uh, use it on their signage um
0: and business cards and uh, even their baseball caps everybody needs a baseball cap here with uh summer right around the corner uh well it's a met...
1: great ice icebreaker.
0: of course yes and you mentioned making the transition to exp over the last year or so how has that transition been what uh what you mentioned the focus on on in, international presence how is that uh, how has that look so far and where do you see that going
1: uh it, it's a big move it's it's not there there goes the, uh, <laughs> there the it train goes. again it's it's not an easy move uh because uh, quite honestly uh I tend to uh, spoil my agents. um, And some of them were really, really spoiled. Uh, But uh, it's interesting. And in in those dark moments when it's like, gee, what's going on here? What did I do? Um, I would read my book. I would read the words I wrote from months ago. Because, I mean, this is all within the last few weeks, even. Uh, I mean, we just started this move in October um, 2021. And um, I'm like, yeah, I, I almost forgot all the things that EXP offers. And why we did this why I made this really radical shift. And it's because of the radical shift. In the marketplace because of the XP and uh, the potential. I mean, okay, 80,000 agents now. The first time I, I'll do air quotes, met with Glenn Sanford, was on a uh, go to meeting uh, back probably 10, 11 years ago, 300 agents, 19 share. And um, his big thing was taking people. On a little walk through the Exp Metaverse campus, and it's like, oh my god, this is like a Sims video game. And I, I, I looked at the revenue share, like three and a half percent. What's three and a half percent? I'm I'm earning upwards of I don't know forty, fifty percent, and 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 no cap, and and all these things. But it's it's so much more than any one thing. Uh, I don't really use the world. I should, my admins should use it more, but I've got agents now that came on board and they're having meetings in the world and they tell me about this stuff. So I know it's value. Um, it's, it's just amazing. Yeah, we could talk all day about all the promise that it, that it has brought uh, with all its technology and everything. EXP is pretty, pretty amazing.
0: I, I agree with you. There are so many tools, so many options, so many uh, you know technologies that uh, we have at our fingertips. That it uh, it can be a lot, a lot to take in, and just making sure that we and our teams leverage the the right, the right ones, and know what we need to know, especially for our you, clients. You pick and
1: choose. You, I, I exactly. don't think there's one agent that could possibly use everything. It's just, and it's and it's not even necessary. I mean, there are great agents out there. It's as simple as this, as I tell them, probably as I have these conversations and hand them a copy of my book. Um, And we're actually doing things where we have a book cover where their face will be on the book cover, their name will be in huge letters on the book cover, uh, forward by, for example. Uh, And my name is just going to be pushed to the bottom, Jim Lowenstern, author. and And that's that that's where my my name should be, because it's um, it's 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 a textbook, basically, um, a textbook for a pathway to uh, retirement for, for real estate agents. Something they rarely had in the past or present.
0: or ever. That's not a and that's a blueprint I could talk about for for quite a while as well, that it's not. Uh, retirement and exiting a successful real estate business is not something that is, is talked about all that often, nor is there a, uh, a useful step-by-step or textbook out there. So I, I think the book will be in demand for, for sure. Uh, but ra- again, as we are in time wrapping up here, is there any questions, Jim, that I, I didn't ask you or anything that I should have asked?
1: No, I think you uh, did really well. <laughs> um, I don't know. Was it 12 questions or more than 12 questions? I wasn't counting.
0: Well, uh, we had 12-ish to start, and I, I think we might have gone over because uh, you've got such a, a great story. So I think we might have actually gone over the 12, but uh, we, are, we are close in the 30 minutes. So we'll call that we'll call that a victory for today.
1: Okay, great. Thank you for having me, Mike.
0: Yeah, thank you for joining us, Jim. I'll post everything we discussed uh, in the show notes. So. If you're in Newton, find Jim. If you're interested in his books, his magazine, his podcast, check out the show notes. And uh, thank you so much uh, for being with us today. Thanks, Michael. It was fun. Take care. Thank you for sticking around to the end of the podcast. If you've made it this far, you might also be interested in a digital course I recently published. It's on how to market-proof your real estate business for any environment, any conditions, any market. It's uh, about two hours. It's available at the uh, link uh, in the show notes. If you use discount code podcast, it is available at 50% right now. So uh, like I said, if you've made it this far, who knows? You might be uh, interested in that as well. So check that out, and we look forward to uh, you coming back next week.